Hey, listen, if uh, if anybody... What's up, by the way? It's Mark K. If anybody listening is looking for a job, they're hiring a technology editor at Breitbart.com. <laughs> Breitbart.com, that's tough to say. <laughs> what the, I'm not applying for it, by the way, because I have no credibility. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, and uh, I like girls. Uh, women, really. I shouldn't say I like girls because then I'll be implicated for some kind of pedophilia, much like Milo Yiannopoulos. What's up, everyone? I hope you're having a great day, man. I'm having a stellar... I need a little bit more coffee. Luckily, I have this big mug full of it, freshly brewed from my from my Keurig. And we have a lot of stuff we have to get to today. You know, I don't want to... I don't always want to dwell on the media. I feel like we talk about the media a lot because, I mean, we do, but they make it so we, they keep inserting themselves. They keep inserting themselves into the discussion. They keep making themselves the story. They keep making themselves, I guess, you know, not relevant, but almost irrelevant. They, they, they keep making themselves the news and the news is not supposed to be the news. The news is supposed to report the news, but these are strange and bizarre times uh, that we live in. Uh, listen, before we get into anything too hot and heavy, here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to please help us spread the word. Let everybody know that we are live, that we are on, that we're about to take some of your phone calls. Uh, just hit the share button on Facebook. If you're watching on Facebook, please click the share button. Click the like button. Leave a comment already. Uh, Victoria is saying good morning. Hi, Victoria. Carol is saying good afternoon because, you know, it's global. It's different times wherever you seem to go. Uh, it's National Margarita Day, says Rhonda. Now you tell me after I made coffee, I would have made a, I would have made a margarita. You know what? The night, the day is still early. I'll have plenty of time to get schnockered on margaritas uh, right after that. Thank God the wall's not built yet either, because we can still get some good quality tequila. Let's get a bunch of tequila in here and then build the wall. Uh, but but anyway, if you would please share this uh, this broadcast and let everybody know that we're live and we're ready to go, because we would love to have as many people involved with this as possible. The other thing. The other thing that I want to mention is that uh, if you're watching on YouTube, which more and more people are doing because Facebook keeps locking up the feed, uh, people have been complaining to me for days about the about the problems with Facebook, how the, the broadcast gets interrupted. They don't have sound. I just disappear. Afterwards, usually what happens is you should be able to, in theory, go back and watch this video, but people are complaining that they're not able to do that. Facebook says we're still live for hours and hours and hours. Well, there is a way around that. <laughs> I, I take this whole thing. I'm, I'm recording everything that we do. And, uh, and, what ha I, and I record these things for two reasons. The first reason is, number one, so that I can put it on YouTube later on and you can watch it that way. So I can, I can put up the podcast, uh, which is available on iTunes and Google Play and Spreaker and wherever else you get, wherever else you get your podcast from. Uh, and also so I have an actual unedited recording uh, so that when I get implicated for something I may or may not have said uh, just moments before I'm supposed to speak at CPAC, I'll have the, uh, I'll have the original master. And I'll be like, no, that is not what I said. You took me out of context. Who do you think I am? Milo Yiannopoulos? No, I'm not him at all. He has hair. Uh, lots of it, too. But anyway, uh, I don't want to touch too much on the Milo story because because Milo uh, Yiannopoulos, you know what happened with him. And and he yesterday had a press conference where he he resigned from Breitbart. And it was it was interesting timing because I had just finished. I'd wrapped up this broadcast where I said he's still working for Breitbart, but that may not be. You know, we're not really sure for how much longer. Then at about three o'clock, he held a press conference in New York City where he he uh, he told everyone, I, I resigned. 
Actually, what he said was, I resigned, because that's how he speaks. He goes, I resigned from Breitbart because they'd stuck by me in these situations and I don't want to be a distraction. And so I thought, since they were friendly to me, I'll be friendly to them and stand by them. And and so I've been nothing but fantastic memories and fond farewells at Breitbart.com, but I am no longer the technology editor. <laughs> uh, and that was, I'm paraphrasing, that's not an exact quote at all. But uh, but that's basically that's basically what happened. Milo uh, Milo Yiannopoulos he basically said, "Look, I am going to resign from Breitbart because he didn't want to cause them any trouble. He didn't really want to cause them any trouble, and so he said it's uh, it's time for me to go." Now I have here's the problem. I have I, I didn't really prepare properly. I just realized I have some video clips that I that I didn't load in, uh, and I need to load them in because it's very important that you see them. It's very important that you see them. Let me pull. Let me pull. Uh, let me pull them up here uh, first. Don't look. Don't anybody look. Okay, that's that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be Mika Brzezinski. Uh, we'll talk about that here in just a minute. But first, before we get into that, uh, Milo quitting Breitbart, and people say some people say he was fired. Some people are saying he quit. Um, you know, it would, irregardless, it doesn't matter because he's not there anymore. But Milo quitting Breitbart was important for a couple of reasons. Number one, it shed light. It made him an international superstar. In fact, people today that I know had no idea who Milo was. They had no clue who Milo was. And I know this because he, I mean, t- until yesterday, we spoke about this yesterday. He was a political superstar. Nobody outside of the political realm, nobody outside of political blogs, people who maybe read Breitbart or went on YouTube or or attended rallies, they, they knew who he was. But he wasn't mainstream. He wasn't, you know, when my mother starts texting me about people, I know that they've gone mainstream. And she was all about this, My, have you heard of this Milo? Uh, I don't even, uh, something Greek? He has some wonderful Greek name. Have you heard about him? Oh my gosh, isn't it crazy? Did you hear the horrible things he said? Do you know who this is? Yeah, yeah, mom, I do. I've, I've, been, I've, I've known my, I actually, I actually met him a couple times. Um, but yeah, but now that my mother knows who Milo Yiannopoulos is, he's a mainstream. And when you're mainstream, you basically can print money. Milo has become his own Breitbart. Uh, he's going to start this new venture. He's going to start this new media company. He will be the next Breitbart. He'll be the next uh, cons- youthful conservative uh, information source, which is kind of cool because we need a lot more of them. And and he wrapped, he summed it up best. I'm not going to dwell too much on what he said, but I do want to play for you this clip. Uh, and again, I didn't load it up, so let's see what happens. Uh, okay, I do want to play for you this clip because this was an, an answer to a question. And I think this one statement in Milo's entire press conference sums up the state of media in this country uh, more than any I've heard in a long time. So listen carefully. Most journalists simply have no understanding whatsoever of the country they're reporting on. There you go. The majority of journalists and media reporting in this country and on this country have no understanding of this country. Let me play it again. Most journalists simply have no understanding whatsoever of the country they're reporting on. It's a it's a really fair and accurate description of what's going on. And he went on to say, because I'm a foreigner, because I came from Great Britain a year ago, I may have I may have a greater ability to see what this country's really like. I may have a greater ability to understand how this country's run, how the people feel, the underlying sentiments, whereas people in the media may not actually have that opportunity or even that ability. And definitely not the desire. Definitely not the desire. The problem you have now with the mainstream media, the television reporters and the and the and the newspapers of record and things like that, uh, the problem you have with them is that they no longer are reporting on the country. 
They're no longer trying to delve into and understand the country. They're not asking questions anymore. They are telling. And when you're a reporter, your job is not to tell. Your job is to report. And reporting requires asking questions and then giving answers. We know... We know for a fact that many news organizations are no longer interested in, in reporting stories. They want to just tell you what to think because Mika Brzezinski from MSNBC actually literally said that yesterday on the show. Or was it this morning? It may have been this morning. Actually literally said on Morning Joe, our job is to tell you what, what I, I can't make it up. She was talking about Donald Trump and she was going through all these problems she has with Donald Trump, which are just too numerous to, to even, uh, you know, fathom. Uh, but she's going through the list. And at the very end, she says he actually could control people's thoughts. And that's not his. Listen to what she says. I'll, I think I have it here. He could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that yeah. is the that is if our you, job. Yeah. I mean, she, I mean, and Morning Joe there at the end is like, yeah, yeah. She's like, that's not his job. That's our job. He's trying to tell people what to think. And that's our job. And Morning Joe's all like, yeah, that's our job. Yeah, we're supposed to tell people what to think. And look, I've never taken a journalism class in my life. As anyone who has read my blog or visited my website or even watched this show one time can attest to. I know nothing about journalism, never studied it, never, never, never went to a single journalism class, nothing like that at all. But I have a pretty good idea that the job of journalism or the job of journalist is not to uh, control people's minds. <laughs> I feel like it's supposed to inform them. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And we'll delve into this a little bit more. Uh, but before we do, I want to give out the phone number here because, and this is important. Oh, where's the phone number? Oh, no. Oh, no. I lost a phone number. Hang on. I have it here somewhere. Wait, I'll find it. Uh, oh, great. Where's the phone number? Oh, wait, here it is. Here it is. Is that the phone number? No, that's not the phone number. I don't know what the hell that is. Oh, great. Hang on. I'm going to, I'm going to get this phone number back because it's important. It's important that we have the phone number so that you can call. And, uh, this is what happens when you're a one man show. You forget one thing and then something else goes wrong and, I think, where do I even have the number? I think I have it here somewhere. Uh, if anybody knows it, you can go You can go ahead and call. But here's the question I would like you to answer as soon as I get you the number. Here's the question I want you to answer. The question I want you to answer today is, with all of this media, fake news, made-up story, mind-control stuff going on, where do you actually go for your information? Where do you go to try to find out, hey, the truth? for example, or what's really happening? Where do you go when you need to know what the deal is? Do you go directly to Donald Trump and, and Twitter? Do you go directly to the source? Is there some other place uh, where, you're, where you're watching these things unfold? What news sources do you actually trust? What news sources do you think to yourself, you know what? I think they're, they're, they're solid. They're solid. I'm going to use it. I can't find my phone number anywhere. That's horrible. I can't believe I missed. I lost my phone number because, oh, hang on. It's supposed to be, remember I had that cool little graphic? Oh wait, there goes my face. This is just a horrible day, huh? Look at this, what is going on? How did I even, how do I, how do I even, con, I don't even know, how do I move my face back? What is going on? I'm having some technical difficulties here today, clearly. 
Uh, anyway, all right. Well, the numbers here. Here's a number. Ready? Eight four 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 three six six two seven five. Eight four 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 three six six two seven five. I'm gonna put that in the description here too, so that you can find it. Because, God, I'm gonna. I, I'm making. I'm giving myself more work to do. Call the show. Eight four 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 three six six two seven five. Yikes! This is why I have to. This is why, this is why I have a podcast and not my own radio show. <laughs> uh, all right, eight four four. There, I just put. A, I just put the number. By the way, I thought I put it in the description. What the hell is going on today with everything? Seriously? Oh, there it is. Eight four 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 three six six two seven five. That's the number. It's toll free in the United States. Uh, you can call it, and you can tell me where. Who do you actually trust? Who do you think actually has your best interest in mind? Because we know it's not MSNBC. He can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that if, is the that is our you, job. Yeah. They're controlling your mind. That's what they want to do. Uh, we know it's not MSNBC. Uh, so we want to know who exactly is uh, is is your go-to source. Now, there's another thing that came out yesterday on the Sean Hannity show. Um, while you're dialing in, let me play these clips for you. James O'Keefe is the guy from Project Veritas, and he's the guy that blew the lid on the uh, on the protesters who were paid to beat the crap out of those Donald Trump people. He was also uh, he was also the one that blew the lid off of the whole deplorable plot. I don't know if you... We played some of those clips, the two guys in the diner that were planning and plotting against the deplorable at the inauguration. They were going to set off stink bombs, and they were, gonna, they were trying to case the joint to figure out how to get the sprinkler system to just go totally off kilter and uh, and 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 cause mass chaos uh, at the deplorable. They did so outside. They never really got in and uh, and did what they wanted to do. Well, now he he was on Sean Hannity yesterday. He has a new investigative piece that he is uh, he's about to unleash on the world tomorrow. Listen to him telling Sean Hannity uh, what he's got up his sleeve. In the next forty eight hours, Project Veritas, like WikiLeaks, will be releasing hundreds of hours of tape from within the establishment media. We've had people on the inside come to us, just like Julian Assange has people come to him. We've had people, sources, come to us and give us this information, and we're going to be releasing it WikiLeaks style later this week. All right, so Project Veritas has hundreds of hours of information and broadcast video from inside one of the mainstream media outlets. And I'm assuming, I'm assuming, I, I have no other information, but I'm assuming since it's Project Veritas, which means Project The Truth, uh, they're going to have some pretty incriminating details on there. Incriminating things like, uh, you know, manipulating the news, manipulating headlines, manipulating interviews, any and all of those things. Uh, and then Sean, of course, pressed him and was like, look, tell us, who is it? What is it? Give us some kind of, give us some kind of hint. Here's what James said. That's one that Trump has really been talking about. It's, it's, it's probably what you can, you can probably so it's use CNN. imagination. It's the one he's always targeting. I'm not going to say it, but that's the, he's the, it's the one he's always talking about. Okay, so that's the one Donald Trump's always talking about. That means it could be CNN or it could be the New York Times, but clearly it's probably, it's probably CNN. And if this, I mean, in a way I'm, it's exciting to know that there is information coming out from one of these major media outlets where we're going to see firsthand that they that they are biased and that they do manipulate the news and that they're not a source you can trust. But in a way, it's also kind of like uh, BFD, 
See, I mean, CNN is, oh, okay, so now what? We have proof of what we already knew. We saw the John Podesta emails. We know that Donna Brazile uh, got the questions and gave them to Hillary Clinton before the, uh, before the town hall meeting or before the town hall debate. We know all of this is happening. What I want to see is somebody we're not so sure of doing it. I want operatives inside those uh, mainstream media outlets that are maybe on the fence. Maybe you think they're biased, but maybe they're not. Let's get some really shocking information from someone who, who so far has kind of, you know, walked, walked, the, uh, walked the edge instead of CNN, who's just so blatantly biased um, and one-sided. Anyway, that's coming out tomorrow. That's what, that's what James O'Keefe told Sean Hannity. So here's my question. Based on CNN and based on what Mika Brzezinski's saying, uh, that they basically are just trying to, they're, it's, it's mind control. They are just trying to, uh, they want to control what you think. In, in fact, they believe it is their job to control, you know what? You know, I just thought of something. I just thought of something. What if Donald Trump really, because here's the thing, Mika Brzezinski saying Donald Trump's trying to control your mind and that's, that's their job. So they're not really happy with him stepping on their toes. What if, what if Donald Trump isn't trying to control our minds? What if Donald Trump, stick with me here, is actually psychic? What a, think about this. Think about this could be it. It may not be mind control. He could just be psychic. There's a lot of proof. I mean, he said a lot of things that have actually come true. And people, people think he's crazy. Maybe he's not crazy. Maybe he just has psychic powers. And he says things that haven't happened yet, but will. For example, just two days ago, he gave that speech in Melbourne, or on Saturday, he gave that speech in Melbourne, and he mentioned, you know, what happened last night in Sweden, and everybody made fun of him. And then two nights later, what happened? Massive rioting and looting in a in a in a uh, in a uh, refugee neighborhood in Sweden. And then everyone was, and then you know what I heard? I heard everyone saying, "Wow, look, Donald Trump clearly planned it to cover up his own stupidity." Sure. Sure he did, because that's what he's got time to do. He's got time to plan rioting and looting in Sweden. Guy's a busy man. He's got a wall to build. He's got all sorts of other stuff to do. But maybe he was just seeing into the future, and people listen to him talk, and they think, God, this guy, this guy's crazy. This guy's a lunatic. Listen to him ranting. Listen to him raving. That's what he said the press always says. He rants and raves. He has no idea what he's talking about. Donald Trump knows nothing about anything. Nothing about anything. Maybe he does. Maybe he knows a lot of stuff. Maybe he knows a lot of stuff about the future. And that's what he's doing. He is just discussing with us things that are happening in the future and haven't happened yet. And as a result, he may seem crazy, but really, he's just smarter than the rest of us. Happened with the Super Bowl, too. Remember the Super Bowl? During Super Bowl Sunday, uh, that interview with Fox News beforehand, what they said was... Fox News came out and uh, and they inter- Bill O'Reilly interviewed him said, "Hey, who do you pick for the Super Bowl? Who's going to win?" Donald Trump picked the New England Patriots by 8. They won by 6. He came within 2 points. 2 points of selecting the actual winner of the Super Bowl by the right number of points. I and I I think there's something to this. I think it's not that he thinks he can control our minds, it's that he can see the future. 844 844- Four three six six two seven five. Larry is calling in from somewhere. Larry, can you hear me? Are you there, Larry? This is this is Mary. Oh, I'm Mary. Oh, I'm. So, oh, hi, Mary. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, it said you were Larry. Hi. So I guess whatever. Uh, Mary, thank no, you so much for uh, for calling the show. Where are you calling from, Mary? 
I'm calling from Houston, and I just want to say I love listening to you. Um, I've been listening to you for a while, and I look forward to it every day. Oh, wow. Well, that is so sweet. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for calling. Well, you uh, you asked the question, who do we listen to for the true news? Uh-huh. Um, you know, I get uh, Donald Trump's tweets, uh, and I signed up for uh, Twitter just so that I could get his tweets and get get it straight from him. And so that's what I trust the most. But also, I listen to uh, Dennis Michael Lynch, DML Walk and Talk every day. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I believe that uh, Vessel News uh, is probably pretty reliable. And, of course, Breitbart is very reliable. So yeah. that's what I listen to. That's amazing that you signed up for Twitter just to get Donald Trump's tweets. That's going to drive Twitter crazy because Twitter hates that. Twitter loves that Donald Trump is is tweeting all the time, but they hate that people are signing up just to follow him because they're trying to suppress um, all this speech on the right-hand side of the aisle. So, well, listen, Mary, I appreciate you calling, and thanks again for watching, and it was great talking to you, too. And you do bring up some great news organizations. In fact, there was I was watching uh, I was watching the Joe Rogan podcast the other day, and I, I know what you're saying. How do you watch a podcast? Same way you watch a podcast. He broadcasts live on YouTube when he's recording it. And then what he does is he uh, he comes back and, and then he publishes the podcast. And the reason I was watching was because he interviewed Alex Jones from InfoWars. And I thought it would be really kind of interesting to watch. And the first thing that Alex Jones said was how the media is dead and how InfoWars and the Joe Rogan podcast and Breitbart and all these other agencies that are reporting, these citizen journalists, if you will, they have taken the power of the internet and they have created something that is so powerful that the that the mainstream media outlets, TV and radio, not radio so much, but news uh, and, uh, and uh, newspapers, they are so jealous. And he said, and he threw out some numbers that were baffling to me. He said the Joe Rogan podcast, get this, the jo- I can't confirm or, uh, this or, at all, but it sounds like it's accurate. And Joe Rogan didn't at all dismiss it as, as, as BS. But the Joe Rogan podcast gets 90 million downloads a month. 90 million downloads a month. That is ridiculously, no other TV show is getting that kind of viewership or listenership infowars getting 30 to 60 downloads a month on their youtube channel gets two to three bajillion views every single month more so than any network television show including the major networks i mean the citizen journalists because of places like youtube and twitter and right here on facebook live and because of itunes they have the ability to do what we're doing right now communicate directly and donald trump this is the problem this is why mika brzezinski hates him and she's scared of him Donald Trump is not just in power, but he is also a citizen journalist. He is taking to Twitter and he is taking uh, to in social media because he knows he knows every, when he does those press conferences, he's not stupid. He knows people aren't just watching that crap on TV. He knows they're streaming it online. He knows they're going to clip and paste it. They're going to put it on Twitter. He knows that they're going to make memes out of him. He knows and understands social media better than any politician who ever lived. And that's why real journalists hate him, because he's not just the president. He is a citizen journalist, and he does it a lot better, has a much bigger reach, and really cuts to down, you know, cuts to the chase uh, better than most. He doesn't try to control people's minds. He just tries to give them the truth. I do, however, still think that uh, still think that he's uh, that he's psychic. This is Eric. Eric. Hey, how you doing? Thanks so much for calling. How are you? Eric, can you hear me? Good. How about you? Oh, good, Eric. Uh, yeah, Eric, I can hear you. What part of the country are you in, Eric? 
I'm in uh, Arkansas. You're in Arkansas. Oh, yay! Love Arkansas. Uh, what do you want to say? Where, who, are, who are you turning to for news? Who do you who do you really only trust, and why these days? Uh, when it comes to the mainstream media, I don't trust any of them. I okay. watch them all, and I basically filter out the. I'll take what everybody says and filter out the BS and figure it out on my own. <laughs> right. That's probably that's something a lot of people don't do. They take it for face value. But you're definitely. I mean, you <laughs> you do need to do that. Once you watch or read something, you need to figure out is this really accurate? What parts do I believe? What can I take at face value? And what should uh what you know what's just conjecture on the part of the reporter? Exactly. Um, but I was watching uh, Fox News while I was in, in between classes this morning uh, at school, and they were talking about post-election stress disorder. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> I call it, you know, I saw that, post-election stress disorder, P-E-S-D, or as I call it, pissed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell, them, tell everyone it. what you heard. What were, what were they saying about post-election stress disorder? They were saying that people who, that um, it's about people who couldn't handle the outcome of the election. They're having such horrible depression in their lives and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a combat veteran, I did four tours of I- in Iraq and one in Afghanistan. And I saw things that I, where I lost soldiers and I lost friends. Yeah. And when they said that, I, I, I about threw my, threw my coffee cup through the TV screen. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You bring up I mean, a good. You bring up a great point. But there are people legitimately who have suffered massive trauma and have a disorder, a mental disorder that, and an emotional disorder that they can't control because of horrible things that have legitimately happened to them and in front of them. And now you've got people that can't handle life because their candidate didn't win an election. Exactly. I mean, what does our country come to when people are crying over a presidential election? Yeah. I mean, I didn't like the fact that Obama won twice. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that second election to oh. me, that was very stressful because I really thought the outcome was going to be different. Well, listen, Eric, I, we appreciate you. I appreciate you calling, and I really appreciate you watching. And, and most of all, thank you so much for your service, man. We really do appreciate you going over there and, and doing all that stuff so that we could sit around here and do you know our stuff. Uh, no problem. You have a good day. Have a great day. You too, man. This is and this this is this is really it, you know what? If it weren't so ridiculously funny, it would be offensive. It would be offensive that some people out there are claiming they have post-election stress disorder. Like I mean, like they saw their friend's head get shot off three feet from them. Like they were in a car uh, with their buddies and they ran over an IED and they were the only one to come out alive. Like they saw, you know, I mean, it, there's so many horrible things that happen. Even even people that are in workplace shootings, you know, God forbid, they come out with, with post-traumatic stress disorder. There's so many different ways that people can suffer mental instability and, and emotional distress. I mean, it, it, it could happen all, in any, you know, any time you get into a car accident, you could have post-traumatic stress disorder. For somebody to, to, to say now there's a disorder because your candidate didn't win the election, because your side lost, I laugh at it, but I could see somebody like Eric. I could see a lot of military personnel. I could see a lot of people that are really, truly suffering with PTSD sitting back and thinking, you know, F you, Pansy. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. I am seriously in, in pain here. And you're trying to tell me that you have PESD because Donald Trump is the president? No wonder they call it pissed. Uh, this is... 
This is, I don't know who this is. Uh, hi, uh, who's this? What's your name? Hello? Are you speaking to me? I am speaking to you. Are you, are you, and you're speaking back to me. Oh. Hi, I'm Anne uh, from Missouri. You're Anne from Missouri. And I was looking at the, yes. I was looking at the title that MSNBC and CNN want to get Donald Trump for fraud. I mean, that's ridiculous. Why were they saying Donald the Trump's a fraud today? Because they, I mean, they say that frequently. What was today's reason? Are they going to sue him or what? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's an interesting question. There, there, And thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate it. Uh, I, I have seen that, uh, you know, Drudge is very... Oh, what happened there? Drudge is very upset with the Republicans because the Republicans have not done what they claimed they were going to do. Repeal and replace Obamacare for, you know, for one thing. Um, get all these nominations uh, through quickly. Help Donald Trump with his agenda. In fact, a lot of them are, are, are helping the Democrats. John McCain comes to mind. He's probably the number one that comes to mind. Uh, so, so when you think about it, you've got all of these people. And they are, uh, and they are, and they're sitting there in Washington, and they and they ran on a platform of doing A, B, C, and D, and now they're not doing any of it, and that's why that's why George was calling them a fraud. Look, people are going to call Donald. We know why people are calling Donald Trump a fraud. It's because they disagree with him, and they don't like what he's doing. Uh, the the difficulty now, however, is because more and more the press is is showing these cracks, and they're what happens is when you get upset, and anybody who's anybody who uh, who's argued with me or or my wife or anyone else knows this, okay? And if, when you get upset and you start to lose your cool and your composure, you let things slip. You're, you're passionate. You say things you don't mean. You let out secrets that maybe you didn't mean to let out. Uh, you know, you'll say, you'll say things when, some, when you're nervous or when you're, when you're, when you're frazzled that, uh, that, that you, you will give you away. It will give away your true identity. If you ever play poker, you know, when people get upset or when they, it's like a tell, but, but every now and then you'll let slip with something. And that's exactly what the media is doing. They are so frazzled and so upset and so distraught with Donald Trump's presidency and the fact that he won that they're slowly letting slip that they aren't. Let me play you this other clip here. This is from Anna Marie Cox, I think is her name, Anna Marie Cox. And, and again, I have to load this up. I apologize for my uh, unprofessionalism today. Anna Marie Cox is, and I can't believe I'm even saying this. She is the political news director for MTV News. Okay. Now, I, now I know what you're thinking. Who is getting their news, their political news from MTV News? You would be surprised. You would be shocked. A lot of people do. It's like getting your music videos from CNN. But uh, a lot of people are getting their their political news from places like MTV, and they have a senior political correspondent, and her name is Anna Marie Cox, and she was on with Willie Geist, who I used to really like, but now not so much. Uh, Willie Geist was on MSNBC, of course, and here he is interviewing Anna Marie Cox about the protests on Not My President's Day, and they were discussing uh, how these aren't paid protests, and listen to what Anna Marie Cox let slip, because again, she's frazzled, and she's angry, and she's not, you know, thinking straight, and she's showing the cracks. Listen to this. Wait, that's not it. Hold on. Okay, that's, again, I apologize that I'm not, that I'm not at all professional. Let me try, let me, let me try that again. Uh, where is it? Here's, uh, okay, all media files, all files. Here, 
I think this is it. Nope, that's not it anyway. All right, well, too bad because it was really great. It was, uh, okay, shut up. It was, uh, it was really great. Basically, here's what she said. She said, if these are paid protesters, I haven't gotten my check yet. Where's my check? And that, clearly what she's saying here is that she, as a, as a senior political news correspondent for MTV News, went out and protested alongside with paid political protesters. She was, she was clearly joking, but she, she, in, in making a joke, she let slip that she is protesting Donald Trump. And she's supposed to be a senior political news analyst or news reporter or editor or whatever the hell she is. And so in making this joke, she outed herself. I mean, again, it's MTV News. We saw that video they made about, uh, you know, uh, about the uh, white dudes, uh, New Year's resolutions for white dudes. I wish I had the audio of that. I played for you. Uh, so we know that they, we know which side of the aisle they're on. But it's not just happening with MTV News. It's happening all over the place, as you can see with Mika's clip. That, that you know, it's not Donald Trump's job to control your minds. It's our job. It's our job to control your minds. And daggummit, we will not stand for any president doing, trying to control what you, what you think and say and do and your opinions, because that's what we're, that's what we're here for. Anyway, that's kind of, that's kind of where we stand today. Thank you everybody who called in, by the way, that was a lot of fun. That was, I'm going to fix the phone number. I'm going to fix all these, these, uh, these horrible problems that I had today. I'm going to, I'm going to get some more sleep tonight so that I, you know, tomorrow will be, will be a hundred percent. But, but think about that. Here's what I want you to do. Here's how I want you to watch the news. And even if it's this show, like you've got to, even if you're watching me today or listening to this podcast, or if you've downloaded the YouTube, whatever it is, you need to really do number one. Well, number one, listen to everything that's being said or, or look at everything you're reading. And then you need to, number two, look at the byline, see who it is that wrote it. If you can click on their link, if there's a bio, if there's any kind of information, even if they have a Twitter, sometimes the, uh, the byline will link to a Twitter, go to their Twitter quickly, read some of their tweets, get inside that writer's head. Find out which side they're on. Find out what they do for a living. Find out other places they've worked. And then try to piece together their motive. Because I guarantee the motive of most political reporters these days is not, is not to just inform you. It is, it is to control your mind. Just like Mika Brzezinski wants to do. And Morning Joe. So make sure you understand who's giving you the information and make sure you, and then try to figure out their motivation uh, behind it. I guarantee it's not just information. Um, it's more, it's more, you know, it's more or less mind control these days. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me today. Listen, I got to go. Oh, wait, before I go, before I go, let me, uh, let me remind you. I think I may still have this up here. This is, uh, oh, this is all, <laughs> this whole thing's, what a horrible day. This is uh, the You Are Fake News shirt, which is still available. And every single day, it seems like it becomes more and more poignant. Uh, it's only available for a few more days, though. Only, look, three days left. So definitely uh, definitely jump on that. I'll put the uh, link here in just a minute. I'll put it up in the description of this video. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Have a great day. I promise I will work out all the bugs for tomorrow. Uh, until then, see ya. Love you. Bye. <laughs>